Welcome to another NY Jets Fans Podcast with hosts David Sharman and Chris. And make sure y'all follow us on Twitter, Jets Fans Podcast, Instagram at NY Jets Fans Podcast. As we get into another week of the offseason football. Uh, I know it was some crazy breaking news with the CBA. Um, basically, you got Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, J.J. Watt, Pouncey Twins, they voted no to a new um to a new deal basically that the uh basically the union has sent to the NFL PA. Um it's been it's just been a crazy a crazy week so far. So I'm gonna start this off with you, Chris. Um how are you feeling about about the players voting no towards this new deal? Do you see a deal um getting done anytime soon? Uh, I don't know if there's going to be a deal. I, you know, you see the big, you know, the big stars coming out saying that, you know, no, that they don't want to go to that 17th game, um, even though, you know, you're going to be getting all this extra money with the uh, the revenue sharing. They're going to get extra money there. Um, but uh, obviously, you know, the superstars or the guys that have five, six, seven, eight years in the league, they're probably not going to vote for it because they don't want to play the extra game because it's, you know, why put yourself through an extra game? 16 games is enough. These guys are having a hard time getting through 16 games. But you have to look at it from a lot of these other guys that play only a year, two years, three, if they're lucky, to get vested. But a lot of these guys are making the minimum salary for the NFL, which is, what is it, four or $500,000. Sounds a lot to us, which it is. But if you're only doing that for one year or two years, if you're lucky, then, you know, it's really not that much. And then if the league comes in, hey, if you play an extra, an extra, you know, if, if you okay this contract, you play the one extra game, you're going to get a quarter of a million dollars for that extra game, and you're going to get a raise from the minimum salary as well. So all that equals to a lot of these guys are like, well, maybe we should do this. So that's why I think there's a big uh, – split in the in the votes it's just a matter of how many of the veteran guys or the guys that have been in the league that are not that don't want to do it are going to get to the younger guys to say listen you know you got to think about the future and and everything else and not go for the 17th game so it'll be interesting how this plays out the next couple of days i know one thing before um before you go Sharman. Um, the new deal that they have sent, it was saying that um, 17-game regular season, which start, which will begin in 2021 season, more roster spots, shortening preseason, a higher percentage of revenue for players, uh, for players, excuse me, mm-hmm. upgraded pensions for former players, and the, right. all, and the owners also agreed to eliminate the 250000 cap on earnings for players when they get the extra game check for the 17-game season. So I don't, I don't know. I don't, in my opinion, I just want to say I don't, I don't expect the owners to go maybe higher than that. And I know the players, I understand for Russell Wilson, that the players do deserve, you know, to be treated with a little more respect. I don't know from an owner standpoint, they, they, I don't think they're going to go higher, higher than what it is now. It's true. Yeah. Um, Man, I, I um, this is this is pretty difficult. Uh, as fans, uh, uh, I think we've had this conversation where we talk about we we really care about uh, 
the product the product you know what we get to see because um you know that's we we pour a lot of money into it whether it's from buying tickets or or buying uh merchandise or whatever um and we would hate for it to suffer in any way because uh the owners or the players are being you know uh kind of going you know kind of fighting over something that we think that's not worth fighting fighting over um to me the owners the owners for years have made the lion's share of the money uh which you know in a sense makes sense you know it, it's okay because hey you're the owner you know you have the business and 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 and, and you should come up but you know the 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 um who who's the ones getting their bodies pounded on uh, uh day in and day out you know uh um, a lot of these decisions need to be made more with the players in mind and and as much as we would like an extra game you know money exchange in hands just for one extra game um is that is it worth it for the extra pounding that a lot of the players going to make going going to get you know that that's the question as people that are you know as much as we love football and we're fans football fans of football for a long time i don't know if we're the right people to have an opinion on that you know that's how the players feel at the end of the day that really matters you know they know the ins and outs of it and they believe you know um for the most part um for that that it's unfair you know that they that if it's going to be that way that is going to be more you know that there's got to be something more to it you know they should be getting more in return you know i am i'm a little disappointed ted in the way they handle the the nflpa handled a lot of that stuff uh, a lot of the players um the representatives i think if the players felt so strongly about it uh i don't think that that deal should have gotten as far as it did the fact that it got it got as far as it did shows you how split like chris was saying how split the players are uh chris is probably right uh the 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 players that make more money is not really you know they not really they not really for playing more 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 games you know the guys that are less that make less are probably you know they they just want more opportunity at the end of the day that's it so i mean this is really difficult man i mean i i i never i don't want to side with the owners at all I never no. want to, you know, that don't make the, you know, it don't make any kind of sense because, you know, in everything they do, it seems like they try to rob as much as possible uh, from the players. And it, it's time that the NFL, you know, probably, probably the last sport that, especially with the kind of power they supposedly have and how big the NFL is for the NFL PA to be as weak as it is. It's very sad. Uh, um, I, um, I don't like baseball that much and and um but but I kind of marvel at how uh how strong their their union is you know and I would wish the NFLPA was more like that. I wonder, you know what here's a here's a question. I was thinking about it a little bit today. What if it gets so divided that you know the union members get so divided in this in this contract thing and they can't really come to an agreement. What if they actually the, especially the older veterans, you know, the superstars or whatever, and they back out, they actually step away from the union and they try to break the union totally. 
that actually might help the players personally because then then they can't slap franchise tags on you transitional tags there's no unrestricted i mean there's no restricted free agency there's no salary cap because all that is illegal in if um, there's no union right 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 think about it if you go to a job they're not going to say well we have a salary cap here we can't pay you more than this much (laughs) you could walk away and go to another job or something right or you know so that's the big that's the that's the problem the problem is there's no other job like the nfl right (laughs) and this is where right i don't know if the players have the power that they think they do because if they step away and say you know what we're not doing this and if the if the owners locked them out like they did years ago you know what? They're just going to bring in guys. You know, we see how many you see how many football players are out there with the XFL and that A. It may not be good football. I'm not saying it's anything great to watch, but they know there's players out there that they can say, "Hey, if you don't want to play, there's another guy that will definitely come in and play for half a million dollars for me right now." You know, without a doubt. At, at the end of the day, it's in the best interest of everybody involved to make something work because number one. Yeah, you could throw away, uh, you know, let J.J. Watt and, 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 and every star in the NFL walk away. See what you get, you know, walk away and fine and just take Tom, Dick and Harry off the street and have them play NFL. Yeah, let's see how much money you're going to make off of people watching Tom, Dick and Harry play NFL. Right, exactly. You know, they, <laughs> the, the owners would suffer, but the players would also suffer because there's no other there's no other thing like the NFL, you know. So and, the, and, so and a lot of guys would the, cross a lot of guys would cross the picket like, line too, like they <laughs> did back in the day. Right. I've heard multiple stories of some big names, big, name right? Players. Big names did then. Here, I That's don't think cross, you would get as many big names though, because now you're getting paid, yeah, a crap load of money now. Yeah. Back then, you didn't make as much. I mean, the stars did still make money. But you had guys like LT Cross in the picket line. Here, you're not going to have that. You know, the, the, you know, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, that guy could retire tomorrow and not have to worry about a thing, right? I mean, right. but there's guys that are making the league minimum that say, you know what, I, I just started playing. Yeah, I just signed a contract for a half a million dollars. Yeah, that's great, but now what, you know? Hmm. So it, it's going to be interesting. I'm, I mean, I hope that they come to some kind of agreement and, and – Hopefully we don't see a lockout next year and all that, but you know, it's more the money. Not just the money, but also, oh, but also doubt, the seventeen man. game. But the owners also approve. They 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 approve no extra bye week, but they will eliminate the four preseason game and give them two weeks to prepare for the season. That the rosters would expand from fifty three to fifty five players. Um, training camp, platic practices reduced from 28 to 16. That's ridiculous. Guys, guys, international games. I've, I've spoken over and over again about that. I mean, you listen to you listen to the the people in the know, the coaches, uh, former players that play, especially the people that play in the trenches. You need padded practices. I understand that it's very tasking, but these things, I think, there's technique involved in this you can't learn them in 16 padded practices it will take trust me offensive line will suffer it will be very bad for team for for offenses when there's a reason why you always see the defense like a mile ahead of the offense you know you need that that constant 
you know, rep, rep, uh, repetitive motion of getting your hands where you're supposed to and, and getting your knee bent when it's supposed to, getting your post foot, foot in, in position. And you can Come just on, see man. The, the tackling is too. Oh, tackling oh, is man. awful. <laughs> and here's the thing too, right? Just the 17th game. But a lot of these veterans, stars, whatever, the ones that are against it are saying, you know what, they're going to give you a 17th game, and this is going to be a 10-year deal, I believe, right, mm. a 10-year uh, agreement. So mm -hmm. for 10 years, we're going to have a 17th game. Guess what they're going to want after the 10-year after the agreement is up? <laughs> they're going to want an 18th game. 18th game. <laughs> right. So gotta, that's what they're saying, too. Somewhere. Right. That's yep. what they're selling these guys. Like, listen – it's 17 games now, and you know what? A lot of these guys, or I'm going to say more than half, are not going to get to the end of this contract anyway, so they don't care. What, yeah, the, guy, what the older guys are saying or the veterans and, is telling them, listen, it's not just for you. It's for everybody who's going to follow you is who we're fighting for, and that's and who they've got to think about. And this is why what I was saying before we started recording, I was talking about the fact that this has to be more ab about just the whole fraternity. This can't be just about the guys now. You ha they have to understand this, you know. Football, yeah, you could, you could, you could, you know, you you can't be selfish. You 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 know, it's a very small amount of people, you know. Stand up, all of everybody, stand up together and get this done properly, you know. Protect each other. That's yeah, it, you exactly. know. And in, enough with the selfishness, man. I mean, I feel for whoever that's not making in a lot of money, but come on, man, you know. It, you know, there's things in there for you. You know, there's things that you need to fight for too. You know, like like I like I keep I keep bringing up over and over again. I don't think enough is made of the healthcare. You know, and 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 and, and how much they should be getting. You know, especially after they retire. You know, I mean, you know, these conversations need to be had, and and you constantly trying to add and make more money, and you're not really giving me anything. What are you giving yeah. me? Like a a quarter raise? Like, you know, a quarter percent or whatever it is, uh, you know. Again, this is monies that we as regular folk don't, can't comprehend. But trust and believe, you know, at the height of what we're talking about, you know, it matters. It matters the amount. It's true. Yeah. Well, we hope, let's hope the guys get the job, get the job done soon, sooner before later. Um, let's let's uh, talk about Adam Gaze and uh, Joe Douglas uh, conference. Um, how uh, Sharman, how is you feeling about them, about the conference and what and what and what was your take on it? Um, I think uh, Adam Gaze sounded great. Uh, he did, you know. I think I think <laughs> um, it's good to hear him uh, outside after a game, you know, or preparing for a game because he always. Sounds like he's, you know, he's just droning on and on. He sounded a little bit more bright. I think, I think the gushing about Sam and his development kind of probably helped a little bit. <laughs> um, he, he really feels like Sam has the tools, and I think we all know that. Um, but he was also, he was talking about the fact that, um, that a second year in, in the scheme, in the system, would help Sam uh, with with the with little things, th little things that you know that when you make a certain play call, you know you would un because you've seen it a couple of times before, you would understand how a defenses would want to attack that, and your reads will come a little quicker, you know. 
and stuff like that, you know, he was talking about. And then he also brought up the fact that, uh, excuse me, um, he was, he, he also talked about the fact that um, the, on, on his side, on, on Joe Douglas's side, the building of the players around Sam, Sam Donald. You know, Sam Donald can't get to where we think he could if they don't place the right kind of players around him. And uh, in extension, Joe Douglas brought up the same thing when he was talking about offensive line. And he made such a great point. And I've been trying to say it, and I just can't get the words to say it exactly how he said it. He said it exactly how I wanted, I always wanted to, is that uh, offensive line is a puzzle and it has to fit. You can't just draft a bunch of offensive linemen just because they're saying that they're, this one is number one and this one is number three or this one is number four. You have to draft offensive linemen that fit together, that play that would play well together, you know, so so that they, there's a continuity and the and you know you're not you're not trying to all of a sudden replace one piece of the puzzle a year down the road or something like that, you know. Uh, so so that's the hard science of it, uh, part of it that that Joe Douglas and the front uh, Jets front office have to deal with. Uh, I think the big news um, here uh, to squash the rumor of uh, trading uh, Le'Veon Bell, uh, uh, Joe Douglas said that was that never entered in his mind, and there was never conversations about that. Uh, that's I find awesome. that I, I find that hard to believe. I, I, <laughs> I, I think no. I'm saying I definitely don't think they're going to trade him now, but I think uh, they weren't getting the offers that they wanted to, you know, without you know, paying a good part of that salary down. So uh, I, that part, I, I don't believe. I believe that he's staying now, but I don't believe that. <laughs> I can't, I, I totally, I, I, I totally disagree with you, Chris, because I'll, I'll tell you one thing. The numbers are the numbers. You know, you're not going, there is no way in hell you're telling me that at any moment that you thought that there would be a single team in the NFL that was thinking, oh yeah, let me go get that 14 point something million dollar running back that looked really slow. You know, even if you know as Jets fans that it wasn't his fault, it was the offensive line. You know, you, you, uh, running back is something that teams have made it very known that they think a dime a dozen. They think running backs are a dime a dozen. They could probably take two guys and make him into one, you know, by, with that running back uh, by committee thing. So I don't think. There was any time the Jets actually thought, and if they did, I think I think we're dead already in the water. If you if the front Jets front office actually thought that there was an NFL team salivating over the fact that they could get <laughs> a Bell from uh, the Jets, yeah, no, I, I didn't think so. But I they am, were... I am definite. If they thought for a second they could do that, man, mm-hmm. I'm I'm very I'm very scared because I I never thought in any time that that Bell that the Jets would think of getting rid of Bell because they could not, because it was impossible. You know, you could take a young guy that's in the fourth round in the upcoming draft and get pretty good production. Just pair him with whoever you have. Austin Eckler from the Chargers. Look at how he performed last year. Come on, man. Mm -hmm. You know, like you think, you think about what you could get at at running back. And that is the reason why um, the Jets were, criticize so much for giving Bell so much money is because of what I'm saying. The the truth is most most NFL teams think that they could get performance out of running most running backs. And they don't need 
one big guy and give him 15 mil. All they need to do is get two or three guys together and band them together, and they could probably get the same. And 15, to a certain extent, there, and it's, to a certain extent, they've been proven right. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> over and over again, there's so many players in the league that you're seeing that the people are drafting late in late rounds that are playing up to par. You know, right. and even if and even if they're not that good, you have two of them, and they add up to give you the yards you want and about the performances you want. So, you know, anyway, <laughs> um, you know, the bell thing that 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 uh, that uh, Douglas brought up, um, I think, squashed that rumor, and and wanting to get make Jamal Adams a Jet for life. You know, I think I think we all knew that was something. You know, knowing the caliber of player that Adams is, I think. I think that just plays into the fact if you want to create this, if you want to do what, what I think Joe Douglas wants to do with this franchise, you need players like Adams around. Hands down, you can't let this guy go. You know? and, so, and I like the fact that he, he also mentioned about they're going to open up talks with Robbie Anderson, but I, I think we mm-hmm. all know where that's going to go. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, what, so do you, what do you think? think this, no, go right ahead, what, Sean. Go right ahead. What, what do you think? Where do you think that's gonna go, Chris? I think I think we 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 kind of said this already. They they got a number in their head, and I don't think they're gonna go much higher because there's unfortunately there's too many holes to fill. You know, if we didn't have as many holes, I I think they would go right up to, you know, I think they would go even higher for him. But they know, listen, we can only go this much because we have these many holes. So I yeah. think they got I think they got a figure in their head, maybe. Maybe 10, 11, 12, 13 million, maybe 14. Yeah, because, I don't know. Because, that, because the market is, and, and this is the argument, you know, um, a lot of our fans, which I've had conversations with both online and on the street, you know, the conversation is, oh, you know, um, um, Anderson wants top wide receiver money. What is the top pay for a wide receiver in NFL right now? Is it Michael Thomas? What is he getting uh, well, paid? Though? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think. But like about Julio, eighteen million dollars. It's Julio, right? Listen to me. There's never been any conversation anywhere where even Robbie Anderson or his agent has ever speculated or even, you know, kind of whispered that they wanted top wide receiver money. So that's a crock of crap. Number yeah, one. No, I, yeah, Number I don't think two, he's going to get that. I think. Right. I think, uh, he, he he don't. Listen, he's the next no, tier. He's the next right. tier. Say. So, so so the so the next tier is what you said fourteen. Yeah, I, I I'd say at least that he's going to get. I think he's going to get at well, least that. I, I'm I'm being generous with the Jets that's, going. The 14th that's tier. that's kind of what that's kind of what I think Tyrell Tyrell Williams got. I think yeah, that's, the Raiders paid mm-hmm. about. You know, I would. I would in I have said it over and over again. The market value, uh, we we had a squat track. Uh, I think the market value for him was about twelve, you know. So right. any anywhere around that would would work perfectly. I I I don't see the issue in paying Robbie Anderson twelve million dollars. No, I don't care I don't how much either. slander. I don't care how much slander Jets fans are gonna give the the guy. Oh, he can't catch and so on and so forth. It's a matter of what another team is willing to pay for him, though. That's we might be willing to go 12 to 14, but another team might want to go 15 to 17 million. And that's where I think the Jets are not going to go. I don't think they're going to go that high. They're going to go that high. I, I, yeah. I totally agree with you. If, somebody if, will go that high. If somebody, if somebody goes that high, then they, they don't have to follow. But I would try to sign my guy back. 
I would give him 12, 13, 14. They're going to say, here, yeah, I think they're going to give him a decent contract, but not, you know, I don't think it's going to be the highest. And then, you know, and I don't blame Robbie for going for more money. You know, hey, it is what it is at this point in, in your right. career. You know, you might not get another chance at, at this kind of a contract. So take advantage of it. If someone wants to pay you, you know, $4 million more a year than the Jets, go for it. <laughs> That's a significant well, amount of money. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, you know, we're just throwing my, uh, numbers around. So, oh, yeah. Know. But I think they'll try, you know. Right. Yeah, we'll crazy. see. Yeah, yeah. The crazy thing about first day free agency is that they 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 willing to gamble, you know, and there's that team that's always going to take that high gamble on the player. So I won't be surprised because there's not too many receivers in the market that one team is going to offer Robbie Anderson above 15 million. I'm not going to be surprised. The problem with the problem with that is, guys, you can't keep forgetting that the draft is known. It's been said over and over again for months now that there's going to be a ridiculous sum of wide receivers, very, very highly talented wide receivers coming out in the draft. So if I could pick, and I, I'm telling you right now, middle second round, late second round, early third round, middle third round, you could get a wide receiver that could run almost as fast as he, uh, he is and probably is bigger than him and could catch almost as good as he can. I think you understand me? Today, so if you could, so if you could do that, why in the hell would you want to pay him that kind of money when you could, you could take your third round pick and your early third or your middle round third and get and get a wide receiver almost of his caliber? Well, this is my we've question. Seen, well, because first of all, there you're absolutely right. They were saying today there's about 20 receivers in the draft yeah. that are ranked that are valued at a first or a second round right now. That's, yeah, that shows you how ridiculous. good they are. But here's the thing. With the draft picks, we've seen – how many have we seen, unfortunately, <laughs> you draft in the first, second, even third rounds that you think, oh, this guy's great. He runs fast. He's this, he's that. And then he's a huge bust in the pros. Unfortunately, this, we've seen it. And we can just I, go and, back and to I this totally, first year. So, but – and then to I, add to it what you're saying, though, this is the whole, the whole picture. What you're saying, absolutely. There's a lot of receivers in the draft. So I, I agree on that point. Here's the other reason, though, why his price tag is going up is because there's no real other option, you know, as good as him. I th- yeah, I think he's – Exactly, and that was my point. Right, because of A.J. Green. Free agency. A.J. Yeah, Green. Said, yeah, free agency. A.J. Green, but he's always injured, but he might be franchised by Cincinnati. And then you right. got um, – Amari Cooper, Cooper, right, but he's probably gonna be franchised. So, and he's that, gonna be paid eighteen right. at least. <laughs> yeah. So after that, though, he's the next guy that's probably, you know, the top receiver. I I, I love <laughs> Robbie Anderson, but I don't. I like if I I I my in my in my mind's eye, fourteen is the highest I would I would see it going. If it goes anywhere higher than that, and I would still be surprised if he gets fourteen. And but if 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 he gets anywhere higher than that, I would be blown away. I'm serious. I and I love him. I'm, 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 I'm serious. <laughs> I know I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't be just surprised. My, it's just my because, opinion. Just because my opinion. the receiver market is kind of thin right now. I mean, I know the like you're saying with the draft picks, and I agree. You know, there's going to be a lot of these kids. But Robbie, you know what Robbie is, and a lot of teams you might don't say know what the kids are. Right. Yes, I agree. Go. How many, how many did we see that didn't 
performed that great this year that we thought, man, they're going to be great. We could name yeah. at least three or four. Off the top of my head, your, 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 your boy from the Eagles. Yes, uh, garbage. Uh, Whiteside, right? Yeah. <laughs> the guy, listen, the guy from... Catch. How about the Multiple Patriots? Drops, ridiculous. How about well, the Patriots? he he never saw the field that much, so I don't know about that. And well, then he wasn't you, a he very. Wasn't a, if you can't make and think well, about it, they need he was they injured. needed weapons. Remember, he was injured. He right, spent but, most of the year in the injury reserve, and then by the time he came back, this is one of probably one of the most complicated offensive schemes in the NFL. Like I I I don't I I'm I don't think they gave up on him yet. I, I no, I don't think they not. gave up on him, but I'm I, I, sure you know, they were I think expecting he had a more. Difficult... Oh, yeah, no, but I think <laughs> the fact that he was out for that long, you know, there, there were circumstances surrounding that. But but the one, Whiteside was definitely one of the guys I was really disappointed in. Um, but we, you also saw people, that uh, guys that I, that, uh, that I thought that, was, that could have been better wasn't, wasn't better, you know. Um, people that got thrown the ball, and I thought they could have been better, and they weren't. So, the guy from the Ravens too, right? Uh, Hollywood Brown was right. Was that one? I mean, he no. I think I think the I think the way the system is, plays, I think I think um, the reads work inside out, in my opinion, from what I saw on film. So it looks like uh, um, the quarter uh, Jackson's looking inside out, you know, and. And then when teams started taking the inside out away, away from him, the inside away from him, and he had to go out, I think he showed a little bit of it, but I don't think he was more, he was oh, as precise. I think as he I, was. I think so. I we, think that was part of the problem. Well, we we proved our point. <laughs> That's what we're trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> we proved our point. The drafts. You know what? If I could pay twelve million, fourteen million, whatever, to a guy that I know what he could do, and maybe I can make him even better because maybe on the Jets, you know. They didn't have the best uh, offensive line, you know. All the excuses we know, um, right. you know. Maybe he'll be better on our in our offense. So I'm sure a team like the Eagles would love to have him. Ooh. Just using him as an at that one. Yeah, team. and with with Deshaun Jackson, yeah, because let's say let's say that's one of the reasons why they struggled. Because let's say for the Eagles, uh, Deshaun Jackson would have really helped because um, one guy that could stretch the field. Oh, that was what missed that what they, they really and he missed was hurt that. most and he was hurt most of the year yeah and i yeah after so, week two he was done so so bring bring one guy that can stretch the field and that that offense is a monster with earths underneath you can't yeah. you can't double earths when you when you have to drop a safety yeah. over robbie so there you go i agree i kind of agree we hey um, there you go we talk about wide receivers <laughs> look at this uh wide receiver uh Tight end out out of the way. Um, the Jets did sign Josh Doxson, um, former mm-hmm. first round pick from the Redskins. Um, and we know about Robbie Anderson being a free agent. You know, we know we got Jameson Crowder, uh, a known why for now. Um, until we figure out his uh, update on his injury. Um, how how is the Jets? I know I know they good on tight ends. I'm I'm not I'm not going to ask about tight ends. Let's talk about these wide receivers. How was the? How were they gonna um, be able to try to get Robbie Anderson back? Try to get somebody in the draft, or if Robbie Anderson don't work out, should they try to draft like two guys in the second and third round? How 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 this should play out? I think, in my opinion, um, I think uh, Gates made that point at his press conference over and over again. Uh, speed. Um, I don't I don't know how much you could say. You can't you can't say it enough. Speed kills. In the NFL, I don't think there's enough coverages 
that you could call to cover speed that, that could take into account speed, you know, because, yeah, you know, even if, you know, the, the fact that defense is rotating to these, you know, uh, these, these, uh, these, the way they, they try to kind of trick you to believe in their one thing and they're not, you know, guys in out of position and they have to flash one way and flash another way. If you're trying to do that and you're going against somebody like, well, let's say who's uh, the, the cheater, maybe, you know, the fastest guy in the NFL. How in the hell are you going to do that? You know, the 49ers who learned the hard way that you really can't. These guys in coverages and trying to figure out how the hell you're going to stop that dude is imp almost impossible, you know. So, so when you have speed on the field, you know, it, it, just, it just, you know, it really hampers defenses. And the way Adam Gates likes to play, uh, play call his offense, I think more than anything with all those heavy crossing routes, deep crossing routes, shallow crossing routes and all these with multiple speedsters on, on your offense is going to be a headache trying to cover these guys. You know, you can't really get your hands on them because they're kind of di running diagonally, you know, it, it, it would be an issue. So I, I, I totally understand what he's saying and, and I agree. And I think um, adding speed is what they should do. Um, trying at first to keep Robbie Anderson as best as they could, if not, uh, going, going either, um, going in, in, in the draft and picking up a couple guys, or uh, and also I think, I think with the addition of uh, what's the name of the kid that you just said they got former first rounder, he Josh was a really promising. Josh Dotson, you know, he was a very promising kid, you know, and he never really got first round talent. Much. <laughs> yeah, but you have to also remember where he came from. Uh, he hasn't had a really good quarterback throwing him the ball in a while, so you know. Maybe maybe he's a camp body for now, but maybe he turns into something special. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, I think I think attacking it in both levels would help, uh, both in free agency and in uh, in the draft. Yeah, I mean after after the offensive line and the cornerback, this is probably our biggest need, or just as big as those two. Um, outside of Crowder, uh, Smith came came up big last year. Uh, Berrios is you know he's a good returner. Um, and Quincy, uh, even if he comes back, uh, you know, how much can we Jesus. depend? Yeah, I mean, you know, he's probably going to get hurt again or whatever. We love the guy, but, you know, just physically, he's always breaking down. Yeah. So, you know, they're definitely going to find – they definitely have to find somebody. Um, hopefully at least one or two in free agency, you know, obviously not one of the stars if they don't get Robbie. Um and like you said, the draft is loaded with receivers this year. So I'm sure we're going to be drafting heavy and linemen and receivers this year for sure. So yeah, I just I just feel like, you know, I know why um, if he's healthy, it's still a concern. It should, it should be concerning for us Jets fans because, yes, he's healthy. And we should give him a chance. But at the same time, he's been playing with these injuries, especially with his neck. And he's getting paid $9 million. That's, that's <laughs> what, tier three? I'm going to say tier three money. And, you know, they expected him to be a number one wide receiver, but how could you be the number one wide receiver and you really haven't played up to your potential to be this guy? Or not even that, have a chance to be that guy. You know, and it, and it kind of yep. killed me when Matt gave him that contract. I was all for a one-year contract. I was all for it. 
now we paying nine million dollars to, to a guy that to, that's barely playing. Agreed. He can't. Yeah, he no, can't keep. He can't stay. He can't stay healthy. And 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 you see that all, all over the league where you see guys with a lot of talent, um, aka um, uh, Reed, the tight end for the for the Redskins. You know, man, that guy is a really good tight end, but he can't stay on the field. You know, and the and the Redskins had to cut him. You know, mm-hmm. and, and unfortunately, that's how it is, man. You know, you can't. You know, availability is the best ability. And he has never really been available to the Jets. Right. So when he's been, you could see the flashes, like Davin said, you could see the flashes of what he could do, you know, and he would definitely fit what Adam Gase does. But if you could only play four games a season, man, it's not worth it for me paying you $9 million a game a, a year. It makes absolutely no sense. So Cutting him, though, is going to, you know, right now his cap hit with, is 7-3. If they cut him, it'll be 5-4. In the dead cap, so I don't know. They're only going to save two million listen, this year, so I listen. I think they're going to just. I think they're just going to let it play out and right. You know, maybe at the end of the day, or, at the right at the end of the day, if he can't be on the field, it doesn't matter if you have to you dead cap or not. You know, it, it's not like it's not like he he's a good player and he's just having a headache. He's getting injured. And and with the kind of injuries too, man, we're not talking about soft tissue stuff. We're talking about stuff where he's down more than half the season every year. You know, he, he at this point, if this guy gets another neck injury, man, he's finished, and he might not even be okay for life after football. This this is the scary part about this conversation. Oh, you yeah. know, uh, you know. He so hasn't, he hasn't been healthy since 2016. Went nine and seven. So come on. <laughs> I mean, this is probably too many chances. I'm sure his doctors have spoken to him about it, and so we'll, we'll that's see. That's information. Yeah. That's information we'll never well, get. Right. Yeah. On, on, I mean, probably until move. he writes a book about <laughs> he, it when he retires. Since he's got you know whatever eight million nine million this year coming to him, he might try to say, "All right, I'm going to try to rehab this year," and he might be out the whole year, but he'll collect his money, and then maybe he'll retire. You know, and he'll say, "Oh, you know, I don't well, know." His own. For his own good, I hope that's what happens because I, I, I can't. So I, I would hate this guy to get another neck injury, man. I would yeah. that would kill. Yeah, that, I yeah. would. I would really hate to see that. And, and like you said, we're, we're pretty much set with the with the tight ends. We got our starting three or four guys that we have. I mean, not starting. I like them. Yeah, no, I think we do have a good. You know, if uh, Hernan comes back a hundred percent next year, we got a really good tight end um, squad. Ooh. Yeah, I love the tight ends. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, unfortunately, we didn't get we didn't get to see Herndon and Sam again. They really had a really good rapport in 2018. Uh, we really missed that, and and I hope to God that he could come back healthy and and we could see that uh, percolate again. You know, yeah, true. Open up the field, you know. But let's let's get into um let's get into some NFL news. Uh. How would we start? Let's start off with the Giants. Okay, the Giants is open to trade the number four pick. But also, we got to talk about Leonard Williams because um, for what for what Chris was telling telling uh, me, myself, and uh, Sharmin yesterday was that uh, basically Giants GM was saying that uh, Leonard Williams will get franchised if he can't resign. Um, you know, basically, he don't want to look like a fool of making this trade for Leonard Williams, and it just don't work out. Uh, what the 
Giants do trade the number four pick. Uh, what deal could y'all see from that? And what about Leonard Williams? Um, is, is he going to get a new deal? I, they, I heard that they a possibility of putting a franchise tag on him too, which I think would be crazy to do that for him. But um, <laughs> but I you know what twenty million I, right? Uh, it's got to be a lot for him for a tackle. No, it's not going to be twenty million. But uh, uh, I don't know. Be what close that, to it. But I think that, also no, too the average the average for a DT is what is it? Uh, I had the numbers somewhere. But yeah, it's not it's not that much. Um, also too, um, what was I going to say? He also said, or him and the coach both didn't say that Jones is not a French is our franchise quarterback. Like they did. Basically, the coach uh, judge is basically just saying everybody's got to work for their job. Nobody's, you know, even Barkley's got to work for his job and all that. I mean, I think it's – they were talking about it today on Michael K. I, I think it's crazy. I mean, I think you got to say, listen, yeah, he's our guy. This guy's our guy. You don't start saying that. He's starting – like they were saying, that he's trying to talk like he like he's Belichick now. You know, that, that kind of talk. You know, like, oh, you, everyone's got to earn their spot. That's college. That. That's college. That's – that's yeah, team. I think that, that's yeah, crazy. that's that's coach speak. Yeah. That's coach speak. You're not gonna tell me that uh, Saquon Barkley is not a starter and he has to prove to you. Come on, dude. Oh uh, yeah, for the tackles, we, we real, really, yeah, for the tackles real fast. Donald is the highest. He's getting 22. Then Fletcher Cox is at 17. Yeah. Grady Jarrett 17. Geno Atkins 16. Jarrell Casey 15. Those are your top yeah. five. So I, so I think so. Yeah. So I the think top? the average. The average is 12. So you're talking, like, I'm looking at the numbers right now. It's like, uh, forget about those guys that are getting 18. He's not going to sniff that. It's going to be about 12. It's 12, actually the average is going to be 12.68. 12. Well, it's the average that's of the what, top five, what, isn't it? Or 10? They said, that, they said that, the transition tag will be 12.32. And the franchise tag will be 15.5. So the, so the franchise is 15. Okay, there you go. Transition. Okay. Even though I think 12, 12 is still crazy. Yes, it's still crazy for a guy that hasn't really done nothing for the Giants so far, <laughs> and I'm getting, I'm only letting it slide because he only, he just came to the franchise. But this season, if he does get tagged, he he better play his ass off if he wants that contract, whatever contract. This is he's this is the this is I, the I thing. hope he gets signed, right? <laughs> At the end of the day, when whenever we have these conversations, man, this is not a skill player. You know, I, I think I think in my opinion, measuring what a defensive tackle does it depends on scheme. You know, what is his coaches asking him to do? You know, play in and play out. And if and for the most part, we don't know. You know, we don't know what he did for us. Yes, what Davin says is totally right because a lot of times when you when you ask a player of his caliber to, you know, to you play where you have to one gap and beat the guy in front of you and he wasn't get, do it, getting it done, then, then you need to be shipped out of town. Fine. But if you're, going, if you're going to where the Giants, where they had him doing a lot of two-gapping, you know, and he was doing really well stopping the run, but they weren't really asking him to get a field. They had the kid doing that, and he, was, he played really well because he had a lot of one-on-ones because the teams had to address Williams a lot, you know. Um, but again, in no way am I saying that he's worth all that money. I'm just saying that uh, we need to kind of pull back because I think Williams is a better player than 
more a slightly better average a player than average than we think. You know, I think I think and I think for the most part he's even better than that. I think he's he's like he's like a tear on the star defensive tackle. You know, he's still a very disruptive player. So he's probably not worth fifty million dollars, but I but he's worth he's worth a good amount of money in this league. Hmm. Yeah, very, very true. We'll see what happens with Leonard Williams in the future, but we'll figure it out very soon. Um, I know uh, Joe Barrow, uh, he squashed the Roma, not wanting to play for Cincinnati. Um, and also Tua, uh, I'm about to say, it's, it's, getting real, it's getting real interesting in this, uh, this draft so far, and the draft <laughs> hasn't even really started yet. So um, basically with – with uh, Ron Rivera, he said he's he's bringing in both quarterbacks. I don't he see because I don't know I don't know what's going on with Haskins, but um, both. So what what do you expect from both of these quarterbacks uh, coming into this draft? I know two is not going to work out. I think Joe Burrow is, is working out if I'm not too sure. But what what is expected for both from both of them quarter both quarterbacks? But I don't think two, neither um, is working out at the combine. Yeah. I think two is going to do a private workout um, before the before the draft. I think it's in April that he's going to do his his private workout. But um, listen, all these top guys, the top, let's say top twenty, even top. I would, let's I'm going to keep it at top twenty players in the draft. Really don't have to work out if they don't if they don't want to. I mean, they're. It's, their values, they are what they are. You know, it's after that, the guys that are a fringe first rounder, maybe second rounder, you know, that could, you know, maybe work out really well and then move up to the first round, something like that. But a guy like Joe Burrow, obviously Tua, he's, he's an exception because he was hurt. You know, if he wasn't hurt, this guy would probably go number one, even over Burrow, even with Burrow's great season. But Burrow, that guy does not have to do a thing. I mean, if he works out, if anything, if he gets hurt, he'll, you know, he'll fall a little bit probably. Who knows? But, and we've seen that. We've seen guys get hurt uh, at the combine and then fall out of the first round. So. The, um, the, fun, the funniest thing about, about Joe Burrow is this. Um, the, I, think, I think the ridiculous um, season that he had at LSU is kind of clouding or masking what he is. I don't think you could take Joe Burrow and drop him in any scheme, like let's say what Donald is was coming out, and he would perform well. I think he needs to be in a system like what he was in LSU, where he he where the ball has to come out quick. He he is very accurate, yes, and he's a very he processes information very quickly. So you need a system that kind of plays to his strengths like that, because he's not Donald. He is not going to be the guy that's going to be physical or that could pick apart defenses because it'll take his time to read and understand and anticipate stuff. That's not really him. You know, he, need the, he needs something like what LSU gave him. And, um, and again, that doesn't – I'm not trying to uh, belittle him in any way. I think he is what he is. But, but Chris is very right. I think because Tua is that player – that could do what I just said, that could do, that could process, um, um, move out of the pocket, you know, and, and, and be very accurate and, and timing and all that stuff. 
you know, I think I think Tua would have gone number one because he is a um a, in my opinion the better all round quarterback. Uh, Joe, Joe Burrow and, and and on the other hand, with the whole he has smaller hands crap that that, that when when the measurements came out, uh, people have to have to understand. When did you ever – you saw him play a whole season where he had the ball in his hand, he ran, he got hit. You never saw him fumble over and over again. So hand size is a problem that I think uh, – I think Matt Miller from, uh, from Bleacher Report said it best. It's like it's a, it's a problem. It's only a problem if it is a problem. If, you, if he's not a fumbler, you know. He's not a fumbler. He's not <laughs> right. a fumbler. Right. It's simple as that. <laughs> little hands are no right. Little hands are no hands. Remember, little Sam. Hands are, big hands don't matter. Sam supposedly had small hands, right? Coming out. I remember Did they he? were complaining. Yeah, they were complaining. If you guys I, remember, I don't remember. Yeah. Tannehill has the same hands uh, measurement as uh, Joe Burrow. Yeah, he's, so, not a, he's not really a fumbler. Exactly. He's more of an interceptor. Like you said, it's either a guy who knows. Right. I'm just, I'm just kidding. It's man. either a guy who fumbles or he doesn't. You know, if he right. Could, if he knows how to protect the ball, he knows how to protect the ball. And then I wanted, to make, I wanted to make one another point about what you said earlier about the top 20 quarterbacks, um, the top 20 players being more set. I think, I think that's kind of a, that's a little of a hit or miss here. Um, there's one player that, um, that's been argued a lot uh, um, along uh, a lot of the um, draft scouts and stuff. I think in, in particular, uh, Daniel Jeremiah, probably the most well-known uh, uh, player play evaluator out there, has, um, has said that, um, that Tristan Wirfs, uh, the Iowa tackle, is, is not, in his mind, it's not that he's not a tackle. It's not that he can't play, but he's a better guard than he's a tackle. And I think a lot of people have shot that down. I've heard people argue that that's not true, that that he's more af- athletic and, and, and stuff like that. But um, DJ said that, um, that he had issues with his, set, his sets and he was, too, he was coming late out of them or late to them, you know, and stuff like that. So he had a lot of technical issues and God would, God would work better for him than, than, than tackle. You know, not that he would suck at tackle, but he would have been a better God. Stuff like that is the reason why the combine was made. You know, you take yeah, the player extent, and then you and then you put him in, you know, put him through the ringer and kind of, you know, but you gotta iron out the things out. that you see. You got to remember, they're working out with no pads. It's not in a game. So, right. yeah, they might run. Yeah, the, the lineman might run a, a fast, you know, 40 or this guy might run a fast 40. That's great. That's that's awesome. But in certain things, like certain players, the top, I'm, I'm just using 20, but it might be a little less, might be a little more. Those guys are what they are. They are first round talent, right? After right. that, yeah, maybe the guy who's who's uh, 60th, uh, 60th overall, if he has a good workout, maybe he moves up a little bit because they're like, whoa, this guy's faster than we thought, or this guy could jump higher, or he had better hands. Right. But in the and- but it, right, I mean, and that's why you, you, a couple of teams this year are sending less people to the to the combine because it's like it's it, they almost they find it as a waste film yeah i mean they, yeah, I, uh, would but you want to watch like, his game film not a guy running on turf you know catching yeah, but, a ball uh, you know what i mean but but chris <laughs> but chris chris that that's that's very nuanced man you i think i think at the end of the day the the 40 we we could beat up on the 40 a million times because we know the 40 
You know, but if you're, what does that, what does that is, prove? But, listen, but I'm no, no, telling no, you right. one thing. I promise you. I promise you one thing. There's, there's proposition. There's things. There's certain things in the combine that matter. You know, if yeah. you, if you as, if you're supposed to be a slot receiver and your short shuttle is crap, you can't be a slot receiver because listen, your short area I'm, quickness is crap. So stuff all I'm like saying that matters. Though, is outside of, outside it of matters. the top talent. Yeah, it matters. All I'm saying is outside of the top guys, it does matter. Yeah, sure. It might help these guys or it might hurt them in the, in the, the same sense. But the first-round talent are, is first-round talent. Those guys are and, what they are. They're not going to – You know what I mean? My point. And, and they have only to lose some of them. <laughs> not and the this game. Is what, and that's my point right there. What, what you just said is what matters the most. The, fa- the reason why it matters – because, uh, like I said, you could beat up on the 40 as much as you want. But there's things, there's certain things in, in, in certain, uh, um, certain um, exercises in the combine that even you, even if you're a top 20 player, if I have even the slightest doubt of certain things and then your movement skills or your, the way you jump or your broad jump, if you're a corner and you, didn't, and you don't have that kind of explosiveness or a running back or whatever, and, I can't, and you can't prove to me what I thought I saw in film, then you could fall. And this, in that same voice, somebody that's lower than you could take your spot. You know, yeah, that's possibly. why it matters. That's why, that's why it matters. Possibly. Possibly. Outside of the top players, you could. But that's why a guy like Chase Young, right, he's not going to do it. It's, he knows Chase, he's the well, best. He well, knows. There's, there's only one Chase Young, though. Right. And that's what he knows. That's what I'm saying. The top players know there's nothing for me to go for. Like, some of the, obviously, the other guys, the top receivers, yeah, they could – Maybe if they show a little bit more on, you know, in the workouts, maybe that's going to boost them up higher than the other, possibly. But this is more for, like, I think, the lower yeah, guys. Like, like, an, like another guy, like C.D. Lamb. Like right. everybody knows C.D. Lamb is a really good wide receiver. And then a lot of people say he's probably the most natural wide receiver out, coming out in the draft. But people have been saying over and over again that he's not that fast. And he's going to run like a 4-5. So let's say this guy all of a sudden runs something like 4-3, you know. It changes the game, totally changes the game because everybody's been saying Jerry Judy is the better wide receiver in the league. And it, matter, it would matter to Lamb, to, for Lamb to run, uh, uh, run something sub 4-5. And if he does, he would definitely take over Jerry Judy as the number one wide receiver. Yeah, I mean, to a certain – right. Yeah, possibly. Possibly, because then there's other guys that say, listen, I'm going by what I see on film, you know, because that to me is what matters, not what, what he runs on, on, you know, on turf without any, without any pads on. I mean, this guy's running in shorts and a yeah, t-shirt. Well, it, he should true, run as fast as you he, have right? to. <laughs> I, totally, I totally agree with that. And, 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 and it's true that, that, that what you see on film is supposed to pair well with what you're seeing at the combine. You know, you can't just fall in love with a guy like Bruce Arians said, you can't fall in love with a guy because he ran four to five. All right. What did his film it's say? More, you right, know? exactly. So, 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 you know, so if, so, but there's some questions that the, the combine definitely answers. I don't think that the, in a, the combine, the combine is useless at all. I think, no, I'm not saying I, I, useless. I, you know, I think, I think, I think even for the players that are in the top 20, I think it's a very useful tool. I think, I think athleticism, especially in today's NFL, is very necessary. You know, um, um, even if I see you on film doing certain things, I want 
to be able to measure that. I want the, I want, this is, this is the thing. I, as much as your a player is kind of a product to an NFL team, I want to be able to kind of feel it, you know, feel what, what exactly you, you bring, you know, as even if I know what it is and I've seen it on film, I want to be able to kind of, uh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm missing the word I want to use, but, <coughs> but you know, I, it, no, it, I, it has I to be I, something, I, I see you what know, you mean. trust me, I, right, I totally understand. You know? and I agree. Uh, but to me, it's more about, you know what? You got all the agents there. You got all the GMs there. <clears throat> that's a big all... that's a big that's a big part of it i understand right totally so they're gonna start talking to each other hey what about this player would he come here <coughs> excuse me <coughs> sorry you know a, a lot of a lot of what we're gonna hear this week is we're gonna find out if brady is serious about not playing for new england you know his agents there in indianapolis the the raiders all the teams that we we've, we've said they're going to be going to his agent now and saying, "Hey, what's uh, what's what are deal? we doing with Brady? You know, like, <laughs> is your guy willing to come and play for us? Is is he really leaving? Is he just talking out of his butt and he's going to go back to New England? You know, like what's what, what's the deal here? So, hmm. a lot of these answers we'll we'll find out after this week. Love you, love you, love you, love you. So, yep. Speaking of uh, um, a- aliens, the Bucks um, said they know what they're doing, but they. Uh, said James Winston don't know what the plan is yet. What's, what's the plan with 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 him? <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> oh I, think, I think it's gonna come down to, you know, like what if what if they could get Brady? Do you think they sign him for a couple of years? And Brady does. Tell I'm, Winston I'm, goodbye? Told, I'm I, I totally Brady does not fit what the Bucks do. That that's that's the most. No, he doesn't. I'm just I'm just using him as an right. example. Right. They're, He's like, they're gonna, I think they're basically by what they're saying is saying we're going to keep our options open. We're going to see what else we could get. And exactly. if we can't, then we'll fall back on Winston. At this point, <laughs> I, think, I, 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 think, I think at the end of the day, um, <laughs> this is what you get when you have a guy throw 30 touchdowns to the interceptions. Because trust me, if he had thrown 30 touchdowns and 10 interceptions, there would be no conversations being had. You know, we all know that, you know. So the reason why there's any kind of consternation is because why can't you have consternation when a guy is so, you know, you can't know, you don't know what to make of him. You know, I'm sorry, you know. Or you actually know what he is and he's just going to be a turnover machine forever. Or LASIK surgery did the job and now he could see guys that different jerseys. I don't know. Yeah. All I'm all I'm saying is that it's gonna be something that they ha- they you know they they probably has been working on all off season, man. You know they like like he said they probably know exactly what they're gonna do, but they're not gonna let anybody know, man. They they they're gonna keep it keep stringing him out, cause that's what I would do to a guy that threw thirty interceptions. I would right. string <laughs> string him the hell out. <laughs> it's true. Agree. Um, the Vikings won't trade uh, Stefan Diggs. Um, how important is it for the Vikings to keep him? Very important. Hands down, one of the better running uh, route running wide receivers in the league. Uh, um, his his counterpart was injured, like I said before. Um, come on, man. I, I didn't see that happening at all. I, I don't know why where that rumor came from. Right. I, I agree that they're going to need him to, 
No, yeah, Adam I, I, Adam Thielen can't is not going to be able to do it by himself. I mean, I I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past him trading him. Uh, why? Why? I, not that he, <laughs> no, I'm not saying anything. But there, <laughs> why? Because I'll give you one that was, big that reason. Was a big that was an angry yep. why. Well, no, I wasn't I'll, angry I'll, at I'll all. Give, I'll, I'll give you. It was a joke. Uh, I'll give you two reasons. Number one, go ahead. They're in horrible salary cap situation right now, okay. so. They need to find some money somewhere. That's uh-huh. one. And number two, he's complained how many times now? This is like the second or third year he's complained about playing in Minnesota and not wanting to be there, and yeah. wanting a trade, and all this kind of stuff. So I'm players, not saying it's going to happen. Players, yeah, players play league all the time. Yeah, there's yeah, guys, well, guys from the beginning of the NFL. People he seems, compl- yeah, but he seems to complain a lot more than others. So um, yeah. Of course, he's a diva. Everybody knows. Like, how many of these guys have we seen in the NFL, man? He's not. This okay. is not new. Think know? about it. What, but, what have but they you done? Deal with it. You deal okay. with it. But they have. Because you know what? You know what though? You know what though? They you end up having two of the better red receivers in the league and one of the better tight ends in the league. That gives you a shot every time. Simple as that. It gives you it. I don't care if you say to me that oh they haven't done anything. What do you mean they haven't done anything? We've been trying to get to the playoffs for how many years now? How many times have the Vikings been in the playoffs? Right. And? Multiple times. <laughs> yeah, they haven't. Right. But it doesn't matter. That's the, all we want. As right. Jets fans, we've, all we want is to be in the playoffs. And we can't even get there. Right. They're, get, they're getting there. You know, at least they're able <sighs> to get there. At least they're able to be one of the better And I'm not saying it's his fault, yes or no, but in the end... If they're in problems with their salary cap, and just like what we're talking about with receivers, how deep the draft is, if somebody offered them a decent, you know, package for him, uh, I'm I'm not saying they aren't going to do it, but I'm saying don't be surprised if they do. I'm I'm just saying I would cut money somewhere else. I'm just I, I I'm agree. Saying. I like some, you know I think somebody he's a great else player. come. Somebody else give me that money. But his cap is fourteen five. So. Yeah, that's a lot of money you could. You could that, yeah, use I'll on take two. Else. <laughs> I'll take two. Two of the guys in the back. You know, I'll combine it. It'll end up or two or three of them. They'll end up being fourteen mil. That's fine. You know, yeah. I'm sorry. When you have good players on your roster, man, you don't let them go until unless they're tearing your team apart. If if they're tearing your team apart, then you let them go. Maybe you let he them is. Walk. You know, because he's complained before, so maybe he is. Maybe the other team. That's one thing. That that's one thing we've never heard. As much as he is, he he is made all these noise. This is more media driven. People see it happen, and they play. I have never heard neither coach nor player not one time. Even uh, even how we hear, we hear these. Uh, we hear um, numerous teams where you have guys anonymously say things in the media. We haven't heard anybody anonymously say anonymously say anything about the Vikings. I seen uh, Vikings all the <clears throat> bad bad about that kid. They had uh, the GM on uh, Pro Football Talk this morning at the combine, and he and they asked him. They said, "We know you can't tell us, but will <laughs> will Diggs be traded?" And he says, "Step." He goes, "Stephon Diggs is a Minnesota Vikings right now. He's on the Minnesota Vikings right now." <laughs> so, what else you want? So, what else you want him to say? No, but he could have said he could have said, oh, "There's no on. way." He could have said, you know what? He signed for us, and there's no way we're trading him. You're crazy. That's just media, like you say, rumors. But he didn't say anything. He, he just said, ha- 
right? No, you're right. But I'm, all I'm saying is because if he because if he did say, <clears> listen <throat> to me, and this is and and this is why I don't buy anything anybody ever says anywhere more, is because especially around this time of year, you could twist it however you want. If he had went crazy and said, you you must be out of your mind, man. I ain't treating my guy. Right. He would say, man, that sounds over the top. He must be covering something. Like, right. you know. Just well, what say, did, you know? well, think about what what's his name said today. Um, what did what did uh, Douglas say today about uh, about Le'Veon Bell? Oh, we're, we're definitely not trading him. Yeah, of course, because nobody <laughs> wants to trade with you. Uh. That's why you're not trading him. <laughs> Shit, if someone said, we'll give you a third round pick. Well, how about this? We'll give you a fifth round pick for him, and we'll take all of his salary. They'd be like, okay, take him away. Right? Apples apples and oranges, man. Apples okay. and oranges. <laughs> I think it's the same thing. Livian Livian yeah. Bell is Bell is is not is not uh, one of the better wide receivers in the league. <laughs> he's no, a but, running back. And I've made my point about the running backs. And and he's getting Already. paid and he's getting paid like as one of the top. Hey, running. if you if you <laughs> ended up making that decision, then that's on you. You end up paying a running back forty mil. That's my point you, was <laughs> all my point was like like you're saying you can't believe what they say, then you can't believe what he just said either. Okay, hey, <laughs> it is what it is. We'll ag- exactly. we'll agree to disagree on this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, um, let's get into our uh, AFC West, NFC West uh, review. Um, I know last week I let I let y'all two take over the reins, so I think I'll I'll let y'all do it again. So we'll start off with the AFC West, Chris and. Sean, All right, you, you got your notes. If you got your notes together, go right ahead. Over. All right, so you got the. We'll start with the Chiefs. They won the division, twelve and four. Obviously, they went on to win the Super Bowl, and their cap situation right now is. Um, <clears throat> let's see, where are they? They are. They got sixteen million right now, which is mm-hmm. not much. And you got to remember, they have to resign. Uh, Sean Jones. Right? Chris Jones. Chris Jones. I'm sorry, Sean Jones. Chris right. Jones. So that's that would be the key guy they got to bring back, in my mind. Yeah, there's a possibility they lose him. Like you said, if he, he's he's the kind of player that he is, uh, um, he's gonna command a lot of uh, a lot of the salary cap. And if you only have 16, uh, they'll have to find a way to um, to uh, stretch their dollars somehow to keep him in house. Um, they they need edge rusher because uh you know they got they got um what's his name from the Ravens that was with the Ravens for a long time and he moved he came over um Frank Clark? He's, um not Frank Clark uh man <laughs> you see I was supposed to put him in my notes and I forgot a defensive end former former Raven defensive end ah. Uh. Uh, for some reason, that he can't come. Up, uh, he can't come up in in my head for some reason. Okafor. No. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, he's an older player. Um, he he, you know, you, you need, oh, you sucks. Need some, sucks, sucks, right? Yeah, you need you need you need you need an injection of youth over there. I, I'm um, he's not gonna give you. I mean, he's giving you uh, an okay burst here and there, but he you need <clears> youth <throat> there. Um, they definitely need linebacker help, man. Um, the linebackers, I think every everybody on defense uh, are kind of struggled to learn uh, the scheme. Uh, later in the season, they kind of got a little better, but I think I think they they would do well with getting um, getting more line a little linebacker help. 
there, a little more athletic guys, a little bit more coverage guys. Um, uh, I think it would be um, it would be good to get another corner in. Uh, Javarius Ward is a really good corner, but but he needs a good running mate, um, and and they need some depth in their O line right now. Okay. Second is the Denver Broncos. They finished at seven and nine. They won four to the last five with uh, Drew Locke taking over at quarterback. So he looks like he's the answer. Um, their salary cap situation. Huh? I said better than Flacco. Excuse me. Go, go right ahead. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> it's not much worse than Flacco out there. So. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's salary cap situations looking good. They got like 65 million. So mm. what do you, what do you think they're going to spend their money on? Well, they could start with uh, probably resigning Chris Harris Jr. Um, probably resigning their safety. Um, uh, I forget the kid's name, man. Uh, you know, bad job today, man. Sherman, Sherman, Sherman <laughs> did a bad job putting his notes together. Um, but, Is it Simmons um, or Harris? Uh, I think it's Simmons. Simmons. That's his name. Yeah. yeah, Simmons. Yeah, they, they already Simmons said something about franchise yeah. tagging them. Yeah, they might have to do it because that kid is a beast. He's a really good safety man. He's one of those guys that. And Harris is the other corner, right? About. It's Chris yeah. Harris and Shelby. Chris Harris Jr. Um, yeah. Um, but uh, Chris Harris Jr. Oh no, Shelby better. Harris is the tackle. That's right. Is the tackle right? Yeah. Um, Chris Harris Jr. is is one of the better corners in the league. He's an older player, but he he didn't show any signs of dropping off last year that much. I mean, he got beat a few times, but who doesn't get beat? Um, he's he's still good enough. Uh, they need to sign, like you guys said, they need to sign Simmons. Uh, that's where that some of that money is gonna go. Um, I I think this team is a little better than people think. Um, I think the return of uh, of Bradley Chubb from his injury is gonna help. Um, I think I think they need a little bit uh, help on uh, in guard specifically because Ronald Leary is often injured and he can't stay on the field so. Uh, they need another wide receiver to pair with Cotton Sutton because Cotton Sutton can't do it on his own. Even if it seems like he can, <laughs> he really played out of his mind uh, last year. Um, but they definitely need help at corner across from Chris Harris. Uh, they have some young guys in there that that hasn't really showed up. Uh, they've played okay, but they need they need more help there. All right, third place was the. Oakland Raiders, but now they're going to be playing in Las Vegas. Uh, they finished seven and nine. <clears throat> they had a good first half, second half not so good. Their salary cap situation not bad, fifty-one million dollars. <clears throat> so, what do you think they're going to be spending their money on? A big, I think a big question mark is I don't know why they're not they're not settled on Derek Carr because we keep hearing maybe Brady there or whatever. The maybe, the, know, the funniest thing about about it is that everybody but the Raiders has said they're not settled on Derek Carr. So, so I don't know. I mean, I understand in a way because he hasn't really performed up to the level that we think he should. Um, um, but I, I would, I would say this in his defense, uh, the rate, who's the Raiders of wide receivers, mm. you know, w- w- Darren Waller is the tight end. He's a beast. He played well. The, when you have a wide, a tight, a tight end like that, you should be able to perform a little better. But the, one of the reasons why, as a as a quarterback, he suffered. Uh, there was no separation by the wide receivers. You know right. that's one of the things they need. They need to definitely spend on getting wide receivers. 
Um, <clears throat> Their leading one of the receivers reasons. was Tyrell Williams and Hunter Renfro, and you know, yeah, exactly, they weren't that good. So that's that's exactly. You know, Williams was supposed to be better. They paid him like he was supposed to be better, yeah. but he didn't play. He didn't play up to par. Um, uh, they they definitely need a slot corner. Um, the uh, Lamarcus Joyner. Uh, they need to replace him. Uh, they need they need another safety alongside that rookie kid, uh, Abram. Um, they need linebackers. They need to revamp their whole linebacking core. That that that's that's what it seems like. But they have the picks for it, man. They have a multitude of picks, yes. and they definitely could uh, inject a lot a lot of the those needs. They need to they could get that right in the they draft. They have the 12th and the 19th pick in the first round yep. this year. There you go. So, and could, finishing up the what good, Charmin. No, I was going to no, say um if you if if you if you happen to if they happen to sign Tom Brady and you trade away Derek Carr, they they I'm I, I don't think they're going to get like top 3. I hope no, I hope I hope they do not expect <laughs> to get a top 3 trade pick like a top three round pick for this guy. Why? Why? Why not? <laughs> I mean, this this cannot it, it cannot happen. He's not. Wait, you think? Okay, so let me ask you a question. You think like Carr he's okay? Is he's you not, think he's better than Mitch Trubisky? A, a little bit. He he. Oh, they, little a bit. little bit. A little bit. Oh wow. They, they both is like kind of like the same. Like no. They both no. Look, I'm sorry, Charmin. In my opinion, I'm sorry. These guys, I, they both is not. He's not a top. He's not top ten. That's for sure. Fifteen. Do you know that? You know how bad I, I don't Trubisky even think he's been. Yeah, no, no. I'm not oh, saying. Wow, man. I would a, say he's better than of, Trubisky. There's a lot of a lot of car slander going around, man. I don't know about this. He's better than <laughs> Trubisky, but that's not saying much. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> that's exactly. And that's my whole point. That's why I say and, a little and bit. Trust me. I think, and I trust that, me. Right, he's not thirtieth. He's twenty seventh. No, I'm just saying. No, he's about twenty seven. Oh, Maybe he's he's in the sixteen to twenty range. I don't know. Okay. I just I, I'm just saying like that. The first half he played like an actual ten to fifteen. In that second, ever since he lost against the Jets, the man, the man played garbage. Let, you let's gotta understand. You gotta understand again. Like I wanted to make the point again. I'm not defending Carr because he's definitely not played up to, uh, up to par. Lost most more games. But than but, but what I but what I <laughs> but what I'm trying to what I'm um I I think a lot of things have to be in context, man. Um, I think Carr is a way better quarterback than you guys give him credit for. I think what what happened more than anything else is I don't think he's the players around him really showed up for him. Um, I think he's I think even that that offensive line that we that we talk about all the time about how good they are and they are especially at center and guard. I really love their center and guard combination. Um, they still kind of struggle down the stretch in protecting him. So I would say, you know, and 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 there was times even against the Jets game. You know, I was re-watching some of the highlights of the Jets game. Look at how many drops his wide receivers had. Wide yeah, open drops. Yeah. You know, and, and that throws a wide a quarterback out of his out of his you know out of his zone. You know, if I'm throwing the ball to you and I'm and I'm and I'm, you know, he was having so much time to throw the ball and he's throwing the ball and the ball's hitting them right in their hands and they're dropping it. You know, that that's 
I well, mean, let's see what they do year two under Gruden too. Maybe maybe he'll improve under Gruden this year. Um, I don't. I don't think like you, like you guys like you guys said. I don't think he's a top ten QB, but I don't think he's a bottom ten QB either. You know, I still think I think I think he's top fifteen. I think he's top fifteen. He's about fifteen. How about that? All right. Uh, All right. Anyway, <laughs> to finish off the West, 20, but yeah, we, we can... whatever. Yeah. Anyway, the Chargers, uh, L.A. Chargers, they're moving into their new stadium next year, along with the Rams. They're sharing it. Uh, they finished 5-11 and 11 after starting the year 2-2. Two and two. They lost 11 of their next 14. So that wasn't good. <laughs> um, their salary cap situation looks like um, they got $51 million, so not horrible. And um, Pretty good. Yeah. And obviously, big question mark with Rivers leaving. Are they going to go with Taylor or are they going to? Try to make a move for maybe Cam Newton. We'll see. Yep. They have to. What do you guys think? I mean, at this point, you have to make a move. You can't sit around and say Terod Taylor is going to do something that this man has not done in his whole career. You know, you you have to make some kind of move. I don't. I don't. Even if they have to sign Winston, I'd rather have Winston than than Taylor. I'm sorry. That might happen. Listen, I I I totally agree with you. I'm dabbing on that, but. Um, maybe they have a totally different plan. Maybe they want to strip after Rivers has left. They probably want to strip everything down to the studs and restart and rebuild. Maybe yeah, that's what too. they want to do, you know, because at the end of the day, man, when you look at it, that team has a lot of holes. I mean, they're very talented, but you, but think about it. They, they, their whole offensive line need to be redone. You know, they, they, they need everybody, you know, <laughs> They need everybody because everybody. I think the center is probably the better, the best player, and and he can't stay healthy. So that's it. Um, um, they have two of the best pass rushers in the NFL, but they have struggled at defensive tackle. Uh, they need help there. Uh, they need help at linebacker. Uh, um, the, uh, White. They had this kid, White, uh, and Tranquil that they, the two kids that they drafted. They're pretty good, but they need, they need a little bit more help there. Um. Melvin Gordon might might be done over there. They they need they need they need they need uh they need help over they need another running back to um to pair with Austin Eckler definitely. Um, and the same goes for tight end. Uh, Hunter Renfro is a um I mean Hunter Renfro uh what's his name something Hunter I forget his name Hunter is his last name Hunter. He is, uh, the tight end? The tight end is something. Hunter, Hunter Henry. Right? He's a free agent. Too. Hunter Henry, yeah. He's a free agent. So yeah. are you going to re-sign him? I think, like you said, they have 51 mil. Maybe uh, they have the money to re-sign him. Maybe they're going to they're gonna re-sign him. And uh, Adrian Phillips, their safety is a free agent too, I think. And they need to sign him to also too. So, you know, that money has to go. So the money has to go somewhere. There's a There's a good amount of things that they need to do. So why not tear it down and rebuild it? You know, maybe 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 take this year as a bridge year, and then draft one of those kids coming out of college next year. Could be. Could be. Enough. Yeah. NFC West. You want to save this for next week, or do you want to? Because we kind of ran a little long today. What do you want to go? You want to do yeah, it? Yeah, I just I just saw the time. Yeah, I'm about to say. Uh, we can delete that. If we, you want. we can deal with that next week. Um, we had too much news to go around, so <laughs> that, we we we'll go, do we the west. We'll do west and east next week. 
That's all. Well, up, up, to, up to y'all, but we'll we will get into that out outside the podcast. But that's it for our podcast. Make sure to follow us on um, Twitter, Just Fans Podcast, Instagram at NY Just Fans Podcast. We, you know, we love doing this every week, and so stick around for more. Until then, we take a flight. We're out of here. Take flight. Take flight. Take flight.